At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. feel grief? Do you feel sorrow? Do you feel whatever? Anxiety, depression? Most people can answer those two questions. But when you ask people what's in their spirit, they don't have a clue. So the thing is, what's happening in your spirit has to get into your soulish realm and then it's automatically your body's going to follow suit because how many knows the body don't do anything that the soul don't tell it to do? The mind don't tell it to do. Amen? So somebody say, give us revelation, Lord. We are spirit. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I'm going to preach Acts 28. I told you that, right? I'm going to preach Acts 28 and I've got a message to preach to you. This is just... It's some of the teaching, and you, and you know, and if you, it's 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 just a, a little, uh, to whet your appetite, if you will, for our Thursday night, uh, Bible study group. But Second Corinthians five seventeen, and that which just ties in. I think this scripture is actually in my notes uh, this morning. But Second Corinthians five sixteen says, "If any man's in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things, old things. Look at your neighbor and say, old things." Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. Now, you know, a, a lot of people preach, and I used to, I used to even lean, lean toward how, how many knows that you're never too old to get revelation? I heard, uh, what's the guy's name? Kenneth Hagin. Kenneth Hagin. How many of you ever heard of Kenneth Hagin? Kenneth, yeah, Kenneth Hagin was great. Uh, Rama Bible Institute. And, and Kenneth, uh, 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 Kenneth Hagin. Am I saying that? Senior. Yeah, his son still preaches. But Kenneth Hagin, he, uh, uh, he was in the pulpit, and he, start, he said he started to read a verse. And, and, and right in mid-verse, he got revelation in the Spirit, and he said, I've been preaching that wrong all my life. And he apologized to the people. Now, that takes humility. All pride is out the door. Right? You guys with me? So, you know, if any, if any man's in Christ, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. You know what becomes new? Your spirit. And your spirit is just as new today as it was the day you got it. That's what I was talking about earlier, when you gave your heart to Jesus and you were born again. What we're trying to get fixed is this. Our soulish realm and our body, physically. Somebody say amen. amen. This has to come into line with the spirit man. You know, I told him Thursday night, and don't get offended, but I said, you know, everything's not fixed in you. Now, I believe in immediate deliverance. That happens, right? If, somebody, if you ever seen somebody got immediately delivered, say amen, shout amen, right? But sometimes we have to get this soulish realm in line. And you know, and I told him, here's, here's the deal. If you want to know how to answer somebody, and I took Blake in my office this morning, and, I'm, and God's, God's dealing with me about pouring this into individuals and his others. You know, Dwayne and I have been talking and, and, and about, about, you know, 
this is life changing, and I'm going to pour it into into him. And, and and I just believe, you know, if the Lord tarries when uh, when I'm when I'm gone from here and I'm with Jesus, that Blake's going to have that revelation. But 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 see, here's the deal. We gotta we gotta get revelation of the word. And if you want to know uh, how to answer somebody when they ask you what's in your spirit, it's in this book. This is what this is. What's in your spirit? This word. And when this word gets in your spirit, and if it gets in your spirit long enough, it's going to change this. You're, this is going to come into line with this too. Somebody shout at me. You guys ought to give God a hand clap of praise right now. That, that's not even in my notes, but that's, that's what we're talking about. Spirit, soul, and body. All right, here we go. Acts chapter 28. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Acts 28. I, I wasn't even there myself. Jake has it up here. Here we go. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita or Malta. And the barbarous people, uh, they showed us no little kindness. They were kind. For they kindled a fire and received us every one because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and, <laughs> and laid them on the fire, look at your neighbor and say the fire, there came a viper out of, the, out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt, this man is a murderer. Somebody say identity. Whom though he has escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Wow. Wow. Howbeit, they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after that, after they had looked a great while, sitting and waiting for this man to die, they saw no harm come to him. They changed their minds. Amen? Are y'all with me? Take your neighbor and say, change your mind. And now they said he's a God. In the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and lodged us three days courteously. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flux to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, others also which had disease in the island came and were healed. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. I'm going to preach, I'm going to, I'm going to preach this morning, Stop Handling Snakes. That's the title of our message, Stop Handling Snakes. Part won't fit too well in the religious world, but that's okay. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We thank you for your word. We ask that you anoint it. 
Just let me speak to your people, and I speak that when these folks walk out those doors this morning, they're going to walk out of here differently. That what happened in this altar this morning is going to impact, and it's going to take root in their spirit, and they're going to walk out of here changed. And this is not going to be just an emotional high, but it's going to be a transformation of who we are, and our minds are going to be changed because of your word. In Jesus' name, and everyone in the room shouts amen. The scripture says here in verse 1, they had escaped. They were safe on the shore. Everyone was counted for, accounted for. What you have here, if you read Acts chapter 27, by the way, this is the Acts of the Apostles. If you read Acts chapter 27, in 27 they had been shipwrecked, Elder. And, and, and then after the ship was wrecked, and then they all had to kind of grab a, grab a board or grab a piece of wood. I mean, sometimes you just got to grab something and hang on. You know, you get shipwrecked, don't start, don't start fussing and complaining. Start looking for a board. Look for a plank. Look for something to hang. Look, look, for, look for some kind of flotation device so you can keep your head above water. Amen? So they all grabbed a board, and, 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 and they got to this island called, called Malta. And when they get to this island called, called, called Malta, they're there. And the scripture says that, that it, was, it was cold. First, first of all, they, they were just shipwrecked. And they're floating in water anyway. So now they get to this island. And the scripture says, if you see it there, look what it says. Because it was raining and it was cold. Oh, hallelujah. Some people look out and it's raining. They won't come to church. Amen. Or it's a little snow out there and people say, oh, can't make it this morning. Then you get called into work and it seems all right. Oh, come on. Be good now, Pastor. Amen? All right. But it was, it was cold and it was raining, so the barbarians there, the people that, the, on the island, showed, showed kindness to them and they built a fire. How many knows we need a fire? How many knows when we need shipwreck, what we need is a fire? You don't, you don't, you don't, need, a, you don't need just another sermon. You need a fire. Look at your name and say, you need a fire. You need to get close to the fire. Now, here's the deal. Paul was part of the shipwreck, but Paul himself went and bumped, went and, this guy's cold, he's wet, he's just been shipwrecked, you know. And I mean, too often we just sit down and gripe and complain and whine and say, oh, woe is me and look what happened to me. And Paul says, hey, we got a fire here going, we need to keep it going. Let me get some sticks and help you. Can I challenge you as, as members of, of our father's house Put some sticks on the fire and let's keep the fire going. Amen. What, you know, what is your stick that you need to throw on the fire? Don't just wait for the pastor or, or whoever to get a fire going. Hey, you can bring some sticks too. Come on, you can bring some sticks too. So we need a fire going. And you know, and when you see that thing start to, start to die down, I'm talking about a good fire in the spirit. Now, sometimes people have to put fires out that aren't good fires. I'm talking about spiritual fire that's going to, you know, oh, oh God, i got so much to, to get out of this message. When the fire shows, when the fire comes, exposure comes. So Paul's helping with the fire. We need people to help kindle the fire. Don't just... And this is not my message, but, but, I, but I, feel, I feel important to say this. Don't just say, well, I think I'll go to church today 
I know Pastor Odie and the others will have a fire built. I'm going to go sit by the fire. No, you start praying. You get revelation of who you are in the spirit. You get in the word of God. Amen. And you've already got a fire when you come and we just join our fires together. Amen. You've got a fire. You've got a fire. We all, you know what? When it, you take a whole lot of little fires and you can make a big bonfire. Just throw the stick on. Come on. Then we'll have a party. We'll have a barbecue. We'll have a celebration. We'll roast some marshmallows. Come on. Is anybody out there? Are you with me? So Paul's helping with the fire. He says, we've been shipwrecked. Let's build a fire. Now, when you get the fire going, you know what, you know what I thought this morning? I've been preaching I don't know how long, but I have never preached this message. I've heard people preach. You've probably heard people preach from Acts 28, but this is the first time I've ever preached from Acts 28. Amen? And it spoke to me. I hope it speaks to you. What is that? What is it? Something's flying around in the room. Somebody kill it. Did you get it? What was it? A stink bug. Well, that wasn't what I was smelling because this what I smelled smelled good. <laughs> we're going to get the stink out and we're going to get a fresh aroma in the house. Come on, somebody needs to give God some. You know what? Right now would be a good time for you to give God praise. Come on, it's time to get the stink out and get God's presence in the house. You know what he said? He said, the prayers of the saints are a great fragrance. You start praying, you're going to send up a great fragrance to the Lord. Somebody needs to start praying. Stop complaining and start praying. Put a stick on the fire. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just going to preach this morning. Are y'all, are you guys all right? If you're all right, shout amen. amen. Tommy's got two pockets full of candy. I love my buddy. Oh, Jesus, I feel the anointing. Verse 3 says, When Paul gave the bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, they come a viper out of the heat. Amen? When you get the fire going, it exposes the snakes. They'll start running out. They're hid in there. <laughs> and if you'll let it, the fire will start bringing out the snakes. The serpents, they'll start, they don't want no part of that fire. The reason there's a lot of serpents in a lot of churches because there's no fire. And if we let the fire go out, they'll come in. The snakes start coming out because they don't want any part of the fire. Amen? So you have to realize the purpose of the fire. Like I said earlier, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. You know, it's not just for a spectacular moment. We don't, we don't live for spiritual encounters only. Amen? But what happens in the fire, you know what, you know what happens here? What happens this morning? Awesome, awesome, awesome presence, awesome time of worship here in the altar. And, but what happens 
Here is an invitation to walk in a place of spiritual reality. And that spiritual reality says I can change and be like him. It's not just so I can get a bus. If you base your Christian walk by the moment, you will always be frustrated. Because it's not always there. Amen? Somebody shout amen. So what happened... Where's my snake? Where's that snake? I asked for a snake, and they brought me a snake. I didn't think it was going to be that big, but that's a big snake, right? So what happened when the snakes were coming out of the fire, one of these snakes... Look what it says. We, we, you, know, you know, we miss, we so often miss things, don't we? The snake, the scripture doesn't say the snake bit Paul. Come on. The, the scripture doesn't say the snake bit Paul. Look what it says. It fastened on his hand. Oh, my word. You got to see this. To be fastened to means to be adjoined to or to. It means it held on. It didn't just bite at him and run. It fastened on his hand. On his hand. You know what? The enemy wants to attach himself to you. And, and what's happening is, if you allow him to attach himself to you, he is re continually releasing venom into you that's poisonous to you. Continually. Oh, hallelujah. First of all, it didn't belong up here on his hand. It belonged down here under his feet. Remember what scripture said? Oh, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to, you're supposed to be under my feet. Why are you up here? You're supposed to be down here. Hope you don't mind me stomping on your snake. Sorry. I'm going to stomp its head off before the day's over. Are y'all with me? So then now, now that it's fastened to him, these folks that were kind and going to build him a fire, now they're saying, he must be a murderer. The venom started to bring an identification. Paul is a murderer. Are y'all hearing me? They started operating from the soulless room and saying, oh, he's got snake fastened. He must be a murderer. Are y'all seeing that? Are you with me? If you're with me, shout Amen. He's getting what he deserves. Bless God, they're getting what they deserve. Come on. It's good preaching. 
So they were attempting to redefine him by what they saw. Remember, the snake was holding on. But here's the deal. Paul shook it off into the fire and was unharmed. No problem. You don't belong here, snake. I will not allow your venom to be mixed with the royal blood that's in my veins. I have royal blood in my veins and this, you're, 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 you're going somewhere you're not supposed to go. I don't allow you here. Come on, are y'all getting this? I don't allow you. You're not going to mix venom. You're not going to infiltrate my mind with venom and poison that's going to say something that's in opposition to what the Word of God says who I am. Because according to the Word of God, I am more than a conqueror. According to the Word of God, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can do all things through Him. So get your poison out of here. Stop listening to the poison. Oh, come on. Somebody's got to hear this. Are y'all with me? Never let your issue become your identity. Don't let it attach itself to you. We all have issues, right? Has anybody ever had issues? Don't let it identify you. Amen? You know, it's kind of like, and I heard, I was, I was I was listening to uh, Damon Thompson, and he was, and, 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 I, and it, this is so fitting and so appropriate with what I'm, what I'm speaking to you. But he was, he was talking about, it and I thought, man, that's so true. But it's kind of like, you know, religion allows us to place an identity on people or to place an identity on ourselves. Because, you know, look, the, 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 the man with a withered hand, when we talk about the man with a withered hand, or we talk about, uh, the, the, the woman who was taken in adultery. Or we talk about blind Bartimaeus. First name blind, last name Bartimaeus. We give him an identity and we preach about these folks. But no, 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 no. That's, no, that's not who they are. That's not who they are. He got a new hand. I said he got a new hand. Come on, is anybody with me? You got, you, got to get, you got to get what's in your spirit. And guess what? They told blind Bartimaeus, they told him to shut up, hold your peace. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. They said, hold your peace. No, I got to get to him. And guess what? The Bible says that those who rejected him, now they're holding these coats because, you know, you don't miss this part. Don't miss this part. I didn't hear this part from Damon, but I, but I just kind of got it in my spirit. Amen. Don't miss this part. The enemy wants to steal your vision. Amen? He said, I'm not going to let my vision be stolen. And that's not just in the physical, but in the spiritual realm. Are you guys with me out there? So, so you know, if you, if you don't let that identify you. We talk about the woman with adultery. Millions have been saved because of her story. Oh, that's that woman taking adultery. No, that's that woman that got set free. That's blind Bartimaeus. No, that's, I can see Bartimaeus. That's not the man with a withered hand. That's the man with a new hand. You know, stop looking, stop looking at flesh. Stop looking at soul and body. Is anybody out there? Are y'all receiving the word? So your issue is not your identity. It was never meant to define you. 
And I told him, uh, told him last, I think it's last night when I mean, the, the reason some people, the reason some people, the reason some people don't want to give up their issue because it's their excuse for their dysfunction. You know, I had a guy, had a guy I was in church, I was sharing with him last night, sharing with the worship team last night, I had a guy 30 years ago, I guess. Yeah, over. Over 30 years ago. Issue in church, I'm not going to go into the whole deal, just issue in church, two people were at odds. And I went to this guy, and it was a misunderstanding, I promise you, a misunderstanding. It didn't include me, but it did, but it didn't. I wasn't the main guy, but I was with this other guy, issue in the church. And I went to this, this one guy, and I said, let's, you know, and there was a misunderstanding. I went to this one guy, Gene, and I said, let's go make that right. I was a young Christian in my early 20s. I said, let's go make that right. You know what he told me? He said, no. He said, I want to keep being the victim. Put it on them. If you make it right, are y'all hearing this? This is good teaching. Stop using issues for an excuse of your dysfunction. Get past it. Get in the word. Amen. Somebody shout amen. Where you at, Daniel? Come on up and help me. Stop handling snakes. Are you all out there? You know, the thing is, somebody say amen. The thing is, here's what happens. Scoot over. Here, I'll sit over here next to the associate pastor. Go up there and say, come on up and get in the fire. The fire of God's here. Yeah, just say this, fire of God's here. Come on, get in the fire. Oh, Jesus, y'all got to hear this. And then we come up and we get in the fire. Boy, this is good. You shouldn't have left me, Brandon. Boy, this is good. Come on. Come on, man, this is good. Where you at, Daniel? Come on, where's my keyboard player at? And you know, somebody said he's in route. And we come here, we get in the fire. We get in the fire. Boy, this is good. Enjoying the presence of the Lord. That's awesome. Man, there's a great, there's a great spirit here. God is moving in this place. Thank you, Jesus, for the fire. Thank you, Jesus, for the fire. Where's my snake? Where's my vice? Where is it? See, Paul shook it off in the fire. And when Paul left, now every, everybody's, everybody in here's issue is different, right? But Paul didn't allow it to attach itself to him and carry it around. And, and it's so real because we get in the fire. 
Hallelujah. And then we get back to our seat and we're looking for our snake. We go out the door, we're looking for our snake. Where's my snake? No, 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 no. You were supposed to leave the snake at the fire. That's the purpose of the fire. The purpose of the fire is not for you to feel good for a few moments so you can go back and get your snake. The purpose of the fire is to set you free. You know, see, the deal is, you know, I'm not, I'm not an addict anymore. I'm not a pothead anymore. People said he'll never make it. Here I am. People, you know, and, and I've told you all before, my father, my biological father, died at age 54. He had two brothers that died within a dive within a six-month span. All of them were in their early 50s. My mom had seven boys and one girl. None of my brothers had ever made it to the age of 60. My first brother, last May, turned 60. Malcolm, the one that comes here. I'll be 55 in May. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You don't, don't, you know, get out of that cycle. Get rid of that venom that's attached to you. If you're that, because, and I'm just going to preach it. If your daddy was an alcoholic, that don't mean you have to be an alcoholic. If your daddy's a drug addict, no, 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 no. Look what the word, get your soul renewed. I know it's not all fixed when your spirit comes. You got to hear me, get your soul fixed. If you're watching me by live stream, don't, listen, somebody, somebody needs to hear this. Where's that camera? You don't, just because somebody else in your family did it, that don't mean you have to do it. Get out of the cycle because somebody else in your family was in poverty. You don't have to be in poverty. Get up off the couch, get off welfare, get off food stamps, get a job and say, I'm going to make something of myself. You don't have to be in a dysfunctional cycle. Shake the... Shake it off. Come on. Shake it off. Get in the fire of God and shake it off. I'm going to make something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to be something. I told you before, I had one preacher years ago, and some of you guys would know this. He preached up Wallens Creek, and he, he was preaching. He said, we talked about it. He said, truth is, some of you come up and want prayer, but you don't really want to be healed because you get to change your life. All right, is this all right? All right, here we go. Somebody help me. Come on, man. There's a Hammond B3 back there somewhere, right? Stop listening. What was that? Stop listening to the lies of the enemy. Shake it off in the fire. Do y'all receive that? Do you get it? If you get it, say, we got it. Stop listening to the lies of the enemy and stop allowing him to stunt your growth because you continue to be a carrier of things that do not belong in your life. Grow up. You know, we, we carry these things. We listen to our soulish rim and we allow the enemy to attach to us and then it just continues to put venom in us. And you listen to the lies of the enemy. You know, the enemy will say, nobody likes me. Nobody likes you. The scripture says, he who has friends must first show himself friendly. Maybe it's you. Do y'all love your pastor? Shake it off. Into the fire. Amen. 
All right, I'm going to try to be good. Stop being whiny. Shake it off. You ever seen someone trying to, you ever seen someone trying to explain their problem to somebody and, and you know the person they're explaining it to has got a whole bit greater issue with them and you're thinking, really? <laughs> you know, the Lord kind of spoke that to me this week. Last Sunday, Jeff, um, I after church, right after church, I went to the gym here in Pineville. I was working on a machine over there and cut my thumb on that machine. The cable caught it. Blink of an eye, I had it caught. Couldn't get out. Jake was panicking. James was panicking. I was panicking. The whole world was panicking. Had a guy over there on a the squat, squat rack, and he had his head, headphones on, and Jake was screaming at him, and he was just like oblivious to what was going on. You know, he's, and my thumbs hung, and he's like, ah! So I had to pull the pin out of the pulley with the other hand, Ryan, and release my thumb. But anyway, you know what? And I went and got four stitches in my thumb. Cut it pretty bad. So, you know, I go back to work. This, you know what? You never realize how much you use your thumb. <laughs> Seriously. Go home tonight and try flossing your teeth without your thumb. It ain't easy. Try buttoning up your shirts. And you know what? It's honest truth. It's honest truth. And here I was. I was thinking, man, this is, this is aggravating, you know. Dealing with, this, dealing with this thumb. Dealing with this thumb. Dealing with this thumb. And I'm being honest with you. And then I thought about Brittany. True story. Brittany lost her thumb. Had to take part of it. Guess what? I'm down to a Band-Aid. And if Jessica, Jessica, I may let her look at these stitches and take them out today. If she thinks it's Okay. You know, we sit down and tell Jesus our problem. You know, and I understand that he's, he's there for us. But listen, can you imagine what Jesus must be thinking sometimes when we come to him and say, Jesus, I got a bad thumb. And Jesus says, well, you know, I had my beard plucked out. And they spat on me. And they put a crown of thorns on my head. And they put nails in my hands. And they pierced me in the side. And they've done all these things. Amen? All I'm trying to say is shake it off and grow up and be a, be a mature Christian. We let so much little things just hold us back. Come on, somebody, give God praise. You know, that's like I heard one of these, one of these uh, how much longer we got? I heard, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe, 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 I'm being mis maybe I'm judging too much, Chris, but I heard one of these NFL players here a few weeks ago, one of the top players, he, he's, I think he's still on one of the teams that's in the Super Bowl. He said, he's, he's probably not going to play today. He's got uh, toe turf. No, 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 turf toe. Turf toe. I don't know, maybe turf toe is bad, Greg. Is it real bad? I don't know, maybe you can't play with turf toe. You say it long enough, it sounds funny, don't it? Turf toe? Is it, what is it, turf toe or toe turf? Y'all help me. Okay, your check today is, I don't know, for one game is like $800,000, but you can't play because of your toe. I don't know. Seems kind of odd to me. I remember back, <laughs> I remember back years ago, Jeff, you know, back when football players were football players, right? 
I'll just go ahead and tell you, Dick Buckus would never make it today. Is that, are you doing that for a reason? Sometimes when your wife goes, <clears throat> it's time to move on. Right? Am I right, right? Come on. Are we good? If we're good, say amen. There was this guy that played for the Oakland Raiders. Silver and black attack. Who remembers the old school Oakland Raiders? His name was Fred Blitnikoff. In case you don't remember Fred Blitnikoff, he was a, uh, I feel like I'm speaking in tongues. <laughs> Somebody's going, that says the Lord. Uh, Fred Blitnikoff. Am I saying it right? Fred. Fred was an outstanding receiver. In fact, you know the, the award they give today for the best receiver in the land? You guys remember that? Belinikoff Award? It's named after him. Right? I promise you. Mark, I was watching them play. The Oakland Raiders, this would have been in the 70s. And Fred broke his... Back then they didn't have the full... A lot of them didn't wear the full face mask. had two bars. Two bars. I remember it was two bars. Kickers had one. And Fred got his nose broke. They took Fred out. He's on the sideline. And they showed him on the sideline. His nose was... It looked, I mean, it looked bad. He was like crooked. It was all red. You know, and Fred's sitting there and they're doing this with his nose. And next thing you know, they reach over there, they get a piece of that white tape, and they put that white tape on and said, pow, right back in the gate. Broke nose. Now they won't play with a toe. <laughs> Grow up. We, we, I'm trying to be good, but sometimes we are so whiny over things that just don't matter. Amen? Shake it off. The longer you let it stay attached to you, the more venom it's going to pump into you. And let me know, when venom starts in your vein here, it eventually ends up here. Oh, if you didn't get anything else, you should have got that today. It ends up here in your soulless realm. And then you carry it around. Where's my snake? All right, I'm just about done. promise all I'm saying is we have issues don't we amen there's things that happen you know what And I, let me give you this offenses will come right but don't allow yourself to be offended you know how many's ever had issues in church you know, there's a lot of people, it's been it's 10 years ago or 15, 20 years ago, they still won't go to church because they didn't shake the snake off. Welcome to Church 101. Hang around, we'll do 102. <laughs> do y'all love you, Pastor? All right. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. There's some more things I could share. But he, he shook it off into the fire. We're going to finish this, Okay. We're going to finish this. I'm going to skip a bunch of notes here, and we're going to finish this. The purpose of the fire is to expose the serpent and free the people from their vices. Again, people come up, and they go back and say, where's my snake? He shook it off in the fire. Don't take it home with you. Don't take ownership of it. And I promise I'm quitting, but get this. Don't take ownership of it. Don't let it get into your system. You know what? I, I, was, I, was, I was preparing for these notes, this, the notes for this sermon. And, and you know what I, what I saw, Randy? I, I, saw, I saw some people, and not, 
anyone in particular, so don't freak out. Oh, the guy said, Pastor, see me? No. But I saw people walking around with an IV pole. And it in their vein, and it pumping venom into them. Think about it. Who's ever have an IV? And you got, if you get up and walk around, you got to carry, carry it with you everywhere you go. Take it with you everywhere you go. Disconnect that thing. The venom, I <laughs> Right? Are you guys with me? If you're with me, say amen. Now, let's, let's, let's finish it. Get the rest of the band up here. We're going to finish it. I'm going to let you guys go home. Look at your, look at your scripture. Wow. And we're going to finish it. So they looked when, when he should have swollen, verse 6, when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while, they saw no harm. They said, they changed their mind and said, now he's a God. So Paul went from, in their eyes, from being a murderer to a God. Right? Because he shook it off into the fire. You guys with me? If you're with me, shout amen. And then, just, just, I'm just going to paraphrase it. But Justin, they are shipwrecked, and then they end up on an island having to warm by a fire, and then all of a sudden, one of the most richest guys on the island says, come over and hang out with me. Enter in his house. Chief officers. Read it. Go home and read it. Come to find out, the chief officer's father was very sick. How do we pronounce that? You know what I'm talking He had dysentery. Very sick man. The scripture says Paul laid hands on him and healed him. Here's the part I want you to notice, Brandon. Look at this. Verse 9. Look at verse 9. We're going to close. So he was healed. Verse 9. So when this was done, others also which had diseases on the island came and were healed. Because Paul shook the snake off into the fire, a healing service broke out. Oh, my word. You got to get that. I know you guys, I've been preaching for a long time. But you got to get that. Do you understand that there's people sitting in this room and people that walk into this building that their healing may determine on whether or not you have venom attached to you and you're hindering. Come on, this is serious stuff. How many, how many believes if, if Paul hadn't shook that snake off in the fire, how many believes the healing service would have broke out? Shake it off into the fire. Shake it off into the fire and let's have healing service. Let's see autism healed. Come on. Come on, we get rid of our little stuff and shake it. Okay, I just, I just want to walk in the Spirit and I just want to see what God wants to do. You know, God says we can't see other people, you can't see people delivered if you're still walking in bondage. And there is freedom for you. You don't have to be bound by pornography and, and junk and, 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 and other things that have people bound up. Is anybody in here? Shake it off into the fire. Let's stand. Jesus. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. We're going to have a, we're going to have a, I just remember seeing Buddy get up and, and we're going to have our annual business meeting, but let's pray together. Come on, let's all pray together. I want you just to pray that you receive this word. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your word. Go ahead and play, guys. Thank you for your word, Father. Father, we thank you for it. We receive it this morning. Help us to walk in it. Let it bring forth fruit. Let it bring forth life. In the name of Jesus, we receive it. We receive it. How about this? Father, reveal to me those areas in my life that need to change. If it's pride, rebellion, envious, envy, strife, addictions, whatever, help me to shake it off into the fire and not go back and look for it, but leave it there. In the name of Jesus, somebody say we receive it. Somebody say we receive it. Okay. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.